This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink Drink About It. You're listening to Let's Drink About It, a show where we proceed from the premise that not only does every life event have an ideal cocktail pairing, if you're not drinking a cocktail during every single life event, (laughs) you're really fucking up. (laughs) I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And I'm your host, Chris Bowman. And our lovely and talented... Oh, hello. Um, It's Darwin. that's, uh, That's my dog. Uh, our, our lovely and talented guest on this week's episode is Kenzie Wilbur, uh, managing editor at Food 52 and host of the Burnt Toast podcast, the official podcast of Food 52. <laughs> Thanks and for w- having me, guys. Welcome, Kenzie. A podcast that is in heavy rotation on my personal internet phone. Uh, it's mutual. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, Kenzie, uh, I think, that, well, we had uh, Michael Hoffman on... Uh, several weeks ago you and did. he probably gave the people a rundown of food 52 but uh can you uh talk about like the burnt toast po- podcast and like what it's what it's all about what sure yeah totally yeah. um so it's about burning a lot of bread <laughs> not, not knowing you guys how to really cook. have it in for bread yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean actually the podcast we sort of very happily stumbled into um slate was working with a podcast network called panoply yeah. um to basically launch and produce a whole new um umbrella of podcast i guess right. and they approached us and we sort of just started we said yes because obviously the, all the cool kids are doing <laughs> podcasts these days yeah um, and us too and, <laughs> plus you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and we're, we you know we're sort of figuring it out together but it's sort of supposed to be um a little bit of an exploration of the stuff that doesn't quite make it on the site so extensions of conversations we say what we talk about around the water cooler right. but i have a secret like we don't have a water cooler in the uh, i suspected that you guys probably <laughs> so, had something more interesting than water yeah like around the artisanal chemex <laughs> um yeah but yeah no it's a, it's a lot of fun chemex is one of those words that seems like uh, crunchy people wouldn't be interested. It sounds right? like it sounds like chemical. It does sound like chemical. And then there's an X in there also, which just you know. It sounds like something you might use uh, to prescribe it for the clap. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Wait till the end of the show, and then you'll understand that joke. <laughs> that'll that'll. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit. Um, I'll just I'll I'll drop that in after the music, and people will get it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I really enjoy the show. I feel like it kind of, it's like, um, like almost the ethnography of people that are interested in food, like a, a lot of the kind of, and like, so um, Amanda and Meryl are are typically on, on the show. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like one or the other will sometimes not be, yes. but uh, they're the founders of the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Amanda Hesser and Meryl Stubbs. Yeah, exactly. Um, they sort of rotate in with me, and it's been it's been a really great experience having them on all the time because I get to interact with them in a way that I hadn't before. Right. Um, yeah. Now you're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, no, not at all. But like, it, it things like uh, we had the big A ice cream guys on. Right. Um, and there was a solid three minute discussion of boners. <laughs> um, and I was just like, I, like sweating in my chair. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. quite well, sure how to. Talk you can about now this. sue them, which is great, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have a real, uh, you know, that's a exactly. bargaining chip. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, so they're, are they both New York Times food people, uh, ex-food, ex-New York Times? They are They are not. Um, Amanda is ex-New York Times, but Meryl worked with her on the New York Times cookbook. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. That's actually how they met. I believe it took Amanda seven years to do that. And wow. so, yeah. Um, and so Meryl was helping her recipe tests, and, and that's when they um, got together and sparked some kind of evil genius that's now <laughs> Food 52. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is a very evil website. I will. Um, it is. It is quite safe. <laughs> Satanic. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, I've I've said it before. I I definitely scrape lots of cocktail recipes off of that mm-hmm. site, and I think by the time this comes out, uh, or maybe the next week, uh, Chris and I wrote a little article about how to set yes. up a home bar that should be running on the site really soon. It's running on Friday. Oh, is it running on yeah, Friday? Yeah, if you okay. turn it in on time. Okay, so if you're listening to this on Thursday when it comes out, go to Food Fifty Two tomorrow and you can read something that chris and i wrote <laughs> I but if you go there that... today you yeah. can read something that kenzie wrote <laughs> yeah so like and you can also subscribe to the burnt toast podcast well do you want to tease it uh i don't know it's just a, it's about it's about setting up your home bar uh bar cart bar cart setup guide and, and it cooler. was a lot of fun to do it was a lot of fun Aww. yeah um good to hear yeah uh you don't have any editor horror stories no, no, it was pretty it was much like just the, like yeah, that pretty was the good. Easiest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that was great. What a I was great like, first Do you experience. want us to change anything? And she was like, "Nope, it's great." <laughs> so, great, knocked uh, it out of the park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either that or the standards are very low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mean it didn't take you seventy-four times? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we did do a lot of editing ourselves. Um, it was definitely like the eleventh version of it that we <laughs> we sent in. So. Nice and polished. Yeah. Um, well, we should probably. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we get the show on the road? What do you guys say? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, guys, uh, this week I uh, I did something to myself that had had me thinking I might be completely insane, <laughs> uh, or I might have a home invader, uh, and I need a drink for that. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Kenzie, do you want to go next? <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know if I, if I can follow that. Well, I um, can't. <laughs> so last week I published an article on Food 52 that had me thinking I might get fired. <laughs> and I need wow. a drink for that. Wow. Ooh. Amazing. The pressure, the pressure is on. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't follow that either. <laughs> um, I uh, actually just today mere hours ago started with a personal trainer and uh it's time to get this old hag in shape you know what i mean <laughs> i've always I, said you're a real hag I need, a, I need a drink for that i don't know i think you win personal trainer that's horrifying uh, yeah oh, oh my if, if today was a sign of things to come i'm in for a lot of trouble <laughs> we need some like you know dark organ music oh yeah yeah, yeah. thunder well, and yeah. lightning bach will be playing <laughs> interstitial music on this week's episode <laughs> very special episode let's think about it <laughs> Kenzie, uh, when we were uh, exchanging emails about the show, you uh, you recommended a drink for yourself, and I said, "Wow, the nerve on this kid!" <laughs> and uh, and then I was like, "You know what? I've done that to Chris plenty of times, and Kenzie knows what the fuck she's talking about." So uh, you know, and I also happened to have all of the ingredients that were called for in your uh, in your request. So I was like, "You know what?" This is a good drink. We should do it on the show. The Oaxaca Old Fashioned. 
this is an ounce and a half of Reposado tequila, half an ounce of mezcal, a, a teaspoon of agave nectar, two dashes of mole bitters, and an orange twist. So we're going to combine the ingredients in a mixing glass, fill with ice, stir well to chill, and strain into a glass filled with ice. Uh, twist an orange peel over the drink and use it as a garnish. Um, and I've I read a couple of different uh, versions of this recipe. Some of them flamed the orange peel. So uh, wow. Um, I guess uh, what do you th- what do you think? I flamed? Mean, Not flamed? I think always flamed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if it's an option, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's always an option if you're doing a twist, but but you know with, with the mezcal, it's gonna go nice. Let's light Smoky it on fire. Flavors, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's the Oaxaca old fashioned. Uh, ben, you will be drinking uh, something called Play Mercy. Uh, it's three quarter <laughs> ounces of Aperol, three quarter ounces of Cochi Rosa, uh, three quarter ounces of Saint Germain Elderflower Liqueur, a favorite. Uh, three quarter ounces of fresh lemon juice. I feel like it's been a while since we've had some Saint Germain on here. Yeah, it sure has. Um, and I think it's going to feature a couple times on this episode teaser. Yeah. Uh, three to four ounces of club soda. You're going to combine all ingredients except the club soda and shake with uh, uh, shake with ice. Strain into an ice-filled glass, top with soda, and garnish. Uh, and they do not list the garnish here, so, you know, pick <laughs> I'll one, I'll probably do something with that lemon peel. Yeah, do it. As uh, long as you flame it. Yeah, flame <laughs> Of course, peel. of course. Um... Chris, you're going to be drinking an incendiary. <laughs> uh, I think that that is a portmanteau of incendiary and sandia, which is like the, I think the Spanish word for watermelon. Mm. Um, wow. I could be wrong about that. I, I, I'm Just going with vaguely it. remembering that from the Spanish learning, learning app that I used like a year and a half ago <laughs> and have forgotten all of the Spanish I learned from. <laughs> uh, so you're going to start with a cup of Cubed ripe watermelon, seeds removed, uh, two ounces of Blanco tequila, half an ounce of fresh lime juice, quarter ounce of simple syrup ice, and a chili salt mixture, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, so you're going to rim your chilled cocktail glass with chili salt by placing the edge in lime juice and then in the chili salt. Um, juice the watermelon or muddle it in a cocktail shaker to yield two ounces of juice. Strain that and discard the solids. Add two ounces. Uh, add uh, add the watermelon juice to the tequila, lime juice, and simple syrup uh, in a cocktail shaker. Fill it with ice. Shake it until well chilled. Uh, fill your rimmed serving glass with ice, and then strain the drink into the ice. Serve immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, that chili salt is an ounce, or excuse me, a teaspoon of kosher salt, teaspoon of sugar, teaspoon of ancho chili powder and uh obviously an, an extra ounce of lime juice for the rimming yes part now uh for good measure while uh, preparing for today i uh rubbed my eye with chili pepper <laughs> on my finger and uh yeah just cursed over the sink for about three minutes yeah Fuck well that. you know you know what they say about working with a personal trainer is that you want to feel the burn <laughs> yeah it's true yep <laughs> Kind of feeling it all over the place. Yes. Also, if you're a supporter of Bernie Sanders for president, you want to feel the burn. There's a really strong burn theme happening yeah, in this episode yeah. so far. So far. Yeah. Um, yeah, so flame your chili powder <laughs> as you use it to garnish the drink. Um, yeah, so that's the incendiary. Want to well, go make them? I, for one, am very excited about this drink. And uh, yes, let's go do that. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. 
boy, this is a pretty drink. Yeah, let's uh, let's clink them so yeah. that we can drink them. That was Cheers. a really sad clink. Should well, we do it one do more it time? Yeah. Bottom, bottom of the glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that's the uh, that's the secret, according to Chris's Chris's buddy uh, Scott. Is uh, is the the like resonance of the bottom part of the glass is where you want to hit them. Oh. Although I think that kind of <clears throat> fucks up like the premise of clinking the glass because <coughs> the the original. Uh, the original reason for clinking glasses is obviously to like the swill, swill your ale over the top of the stein <laughs> so that you can tell if other Vikings are trying to poison you. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's a good tradition. Yeah. But you know what? Th- uh, you know, things change. Uh, Kenzie, are you trying to poison me? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you didn't let any of your drinks spill into mine I, and vice versa. So I thought you were going to tell him. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, bottoms up, guys. Bottoms up. This is uh, lovely. Yeah, mine's great. It's like, uh, I feel like you could drink this, uh, drink like two of these for every one of a normal cocktail because it's <laughs> not that like strong yeah, so alcohol wise, but it's really tasty. Mm. Got a lot yeah, of smoke look. going on. In yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the smoky mezcal, you got it's the smoky. Funny, I, got, I got fire going on in mine. <laughs> <laughs> and your eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> do you have fire going on in your muscles? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, and yeah, thank are you, you feeling the burn? You know, I the the feeling the burn part of this cocktail is only occurring to me in the moment. I, I the only reason I picked it out was because our friend shit food blogger has been posting tweets about personal watermelons for like two weeks. Okay, <laughs> and the second you said personal trainer, all I could think about was personal watermelons. Well, I told I told uh, Kareem, who's a friend of mine, who is is the guy that's training me, and uh, he. He laughed. He said, that's absolutely perfect. And then, you know, for you to say that you didn't even think about it, well, <laughs> it takes a little something away, Ben. Yeah. Well, it, I think it shows that I'm uh, not as smart as I accidentally appear to be a lot of the time. <laughs> the key is to not reveal that, though, Ben. Yeah. Well, what what if what is this podcast other than a little peek behind the curtain of what a dipshit sure. I am a lot of the time? <laughs> Speaking of being a dipshit, I played a fucking crazy prank on myself Uh couple of days ago amazing i uh so when i'm not out uh filming something in the wide world i typically work from home and a weird accident of the like last few years of my career is that i'm almost never filming anything in new york like i almost always have to travel somewhere else so when i'm in new york i'm like basically inside my apartment at all (laughs) times like i might as well be living somewhere not new york because i'm just in my apartment um and uh, I occasionally will, like, you know, go out and take the dog for a walk or, like, go, you know, run an errand uh, during the day. And the other day I had to, I think what I had to do was go pick up a shirt from my shirt guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a guy who makes me shirts. As you do. Um, and uh, I had, like, a couple of other errands in the city. And it was, like... You know, 2 p.m. I had not been outside of my apartment since the morning walk that I took my dog on. Mm-hmm. I uh, have a little tradition going with my wife where we uh, get up, we take the dog to the dog park or off-leash hours at, uh, at the park, let him run around, burn off some steam. I come home, you know, fuck around, eat breakfast cereal, <laughs> do some PlayStation, catch up on the nightly show, whatever, whatever. 
then I was like going to go run some errands and uh, it was like 2 p.m. Been inside all day. I'd like eaten lunch. Go to the door. The chain is locked on the door. Like the chain lock like you have in a hotel room, which is not a feature of my apartment that I have ever consciously used. Mm-hmm. I've never locked this lock because like, like I'm not afraid that like the delivery man is going to attempt a home invasion. You know, like I, I it's just never come up. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I think that there are like probably times and places where you would use that chain lock and I don't know why it's on our door. Like it's just came with the apartment and I go up to the fucking door to go out and I like, I feel like I looked at it and saw that it was locked and still tried to open the door because <laughs> I was just like, that's not a thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that's nonsense. And, uh, you know, it obviously yanked on the old chain and I was like, <laughs> closed the door and I was dumbstruck because I was like, there's like the only person that could have done this is somebody inside the apartment and I would never have done this. So... Either somebody is in the apartment or I am going completely fucking nuts. And I like, like I have a small apartment that doesn't have places to hide in it. And I like legitimately like went and got my baseball bat and went around the apartment, like looked under the couch, which nobody was under, looked under the bed, which nobody was under. I went upstairs to the little mini office loft and looked under and around everything there I, I like was like is it possible that somebody is in the closet is it possible that somebody went into the bathroom laid down in the tub and pulled the shower curtain across <laughs> like where am I going to find this ninja that came in and for some reason put the chain lock in place uh, I wish there was like a satisfying resolution to this story there isn't I have no idea how it happened I must have just like absentmindedly done it wow. when I was on the phone just like fiddling or either that something. or they're still in here oh yeah. my god guys yeah. get out did you guys hear that story about the guy that uh, he was like in somebody's house under their bed for three or four days charging his cell phones what yeah no what are he you just talking really, about he just really needed an outlet yeah this is one of those uh things that happens in florida that just don't make any sense or like a new age campfire story yeah, yeah. like the spooky part is the right. guy needed to change charges his iPhone. phone was at two percent i gotta say i'm sorry about your intruder but i'm really relieved because when you started that story you said speaking of being a dumb shit and i thought you were gonna be like and here's Kenzie, Kenzie. What's going on? <laughs> uh, that'd no. be amazing what nope. like come yeah. come be on our podcast yeah, what, let us call yeah. you a dumb shit i would walk straight out the chain locked door yeah <laughs> how do you get this damn thing open? <laughs> you, know, you know what i like ben most about that story is that you checked under the couch which has probably got about two inches of clearance yeah it's a very low couch um i don't know i mean my dog goes under there sometimes sure uh but your dog can't reach the door yeah nor would he want it locked you know he wants mm-hmm. to go out he likes going out outside on the uh, sidewalk smelling some smells <laughs> it's one well, of his I- passions in life I got to tell you, um, this drink is um, one of those ones that I like to call lethal <laughs> because it tastes like watermelon juice. And then uh, the fire kicks in. Yeah. <coughs> oh, hello. Excuse me. Are you, are you going to survive this this episode, Chris? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
the good thing is that there's there's liquid in this glass to put the fire out. So. That's a that's a rare Chris Bowman <laughs> podcast cough that I think I'm not going to edit out. Whew, that was, it really uh, shows shows what this drink is doing yeah. to you. And this is this is not a uh, this is not an overly salted rim here. This is like very uh, modestly. Really? <laughs> modest, yeah, that's some serious chili powder. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, I feel like we've also not done our not done our listeners any favors by not having as many watermelon based uh, beverages this uh, this summer season as we no, possibly could. I was so, going to say, "Tis the season." We're yeah, running out of time. Got to get it. Got to get it while it's getting good. You know what else I was thinking uh, today while I ate uh, one of the six peaches I've eaten today? <laughs> nice work. <laughs> what's up? To, what's up with peaches lately? I have not had a good peach in like three years. What? Well, it's peach. It's one season. of my favorite fruits. Yeah, and, it's peach season, and a good and, and, peach is like the best thing there is. I had six solid nine out of ten peaches. Wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. I don't mean nine out of ten peaches that I had. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Five yeah. stars. That's four star uh, that's fifty four out of sixty minus, peaches. A minus peach. A, a, a minus peach. Yep. Uh, just on fire. Speaking of fire, God all damn. those peaches. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Well, I mean, I haven't had a good peach in three years. Come on, I get farm share. I get the fucking fancy, like local organic everything, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm batting like fifty. Go buy, go buy an industrial peach. (laughs) See if you can sort of like upset the upset whatever's going on. Yeah, get one of those like imported from Guadalajara peaches, (laughs) (laughs) ripen just in time for you. I'm not supposed to tell you that. (laughs) So is there is there like a big peach? Growing, um, I don't know, component in New York or outside of New York. Like, do you guys get local peaches? Is there such a thing there? I think there are. I think people people do cultivate some peaches locally. I think mm-hmm. that uh, you're seeing a lot more plums and uh, like apricots as as far as stone fruit go mm-hmm. around okay. here. But you do see some peaches. Yeah, I'll they tell exist. you what, the peaches up here, I don't know, so good. Really? Yeah, so good. I mean, the peaches and apples, I think, and strawberries, too. Just makes uh, me so angry Yeah, to but hear. now you're just gloating. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. You... There's plenty. You know what? We don't have so much to gloat about up here, okay? So just, <laughs> give us, just give us a couple of stone fruits and... Uh... And your watermelon drinks. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have... Did you get a personal watermelon for that drink? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't look it up when uh, shit food bloggers started putting those posts up. It turns out it's just like a tiny watermelon, like like two cereal bowls put together, like a size watermelon. Pizza. Wow, Aren't really? there square watermelons? Uh, yes, in Japan there right? are square watermelons. They grow mm-hmm. them inside like cube-shaped uh, glasses. Can we make a drink for that? Uh, I believe they cost like a hundred dollars a piece. <laughs> so no, <laughs> but, but. maybe for episode one hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good. Uh, you know, let let it uh, let the money burn. You know, my my question to you both is: um, Are you paying for the shape? Then you must be. Yeah, you're paying for the shape. You must be. I'm I sure. don't understand. Why would box. anyone do that? Novelty, Chris. Huh? The, the novelty <laughs> of losing a hundred dollars. Yeah. Just, I mean, you got to do everything once, right? And maybe I'll just stand at the top of a high building and let a hundred dollar bill slip out of my hands. That might be more thrilling. <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, I mean, either way, it's probably going to find its way into somebody else's hand, and they're going to be delighted. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, let me tell you about this. They didn't have to go to the trouble of making a cube-shaped watermelon (laughs) for it. All the more so. You know, as I finish this drink, I'll... I'll, You're already finishing? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Yeah, we have some catching up to do. No, it's because I... uh, 
You know what? I think it's the, the design of this uh, this salted, sweetened, heated ring rim. It's just oh like, yeah, it's it's burning, so you drink more to to quell the the burn. Unbelievable! It's gone. My drink is finished. Uh, I will let it melt a little, so I can get a little bit of the <laughs> flavor off the ice cubes. Um, but let me tell you quickly about this uh, decision to start exercising. I mean, we've talked about uh, recently. You got to bulk up, right? You know, it's not a bulking up thing. It's a, it's a, it's a fighting this uh, feeling I have when I go to bed at night, where I'm like, ooh, like, like easing into my bed. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm fucking eighty. Yeah. And like this is ridiculous. You know, I and I'm. You know, a fairly, I would say I'm a moderately active person. Right. I'm on my bike all the time, walking all the time, occasionally and, and, running. And, you, and you, you walk with purpose. You, you are not, you know. It's funny you say that. I mean, do you, why do you say that? We Have need to get s- an update on the hip before we talk about getting into personal Inconclusive. Training. Inconclusive. It, so Never. it's fine. I, I think it's a, I think, well, I don't know. I, I think it's a. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Let's call it fine. You're fucking um, putting stupid, my hip is broken thoughts in your own head and making them real no but i'm telling you uh, something's going on but it might just be like a a, according to uh other runners it's a tightness thing it's just like a lack of stretching Uh anyway anyway uh ben you interrupted me and i can't remember what i was gonna say well you were gonna start talking about what personal training is like yeah but that wasn't exactly where i was going right away anyway i sorry chris no i'm yeah so i'm moderately active you know i run you know, occasionally I'd say that you're well oh, walking, walking, walking with purpose. That's what you said. And I have been like, I've walked past people on the street. I have <laughs> like, you know, I've got blinders on and everybody I, thinks you're very rude. Yeah, You're one of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. They think I'm rude and they think that I'm, they don't want to interrupt me because they look, I look like I'm on a mission, you know? <laughs> and I mean, yeah. you said that, but have you seen me do that? Is that why you say it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. You're, on, oh, yeah. you're on a mission to go get some uh, some pakoras from the Indian restaurant and then go back and eat them while reading a book. <laughs> you don't have time to stop, you, stop and chat with the riffraff. You know me so very well, Ben. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know about that Indian place and those pakoras. That's right. Well, anyway, so uh, a friend of mine, my friend Kareem, he... Um, he had, in the, over the past year, his sort of he started doing this personal trainer. Uh, he, he started seeing a personal trainer rather, yeah. And um, and he started doing Krav Maga, which I think is oh, uh, uh, is Th- that that's the like Israeli martial yeah, it's, art, it's, right? Exactly, yeah. And it's like super brutal, you know. Uh, <laughs> that seems I, like a <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> no, it's that I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. Oh not, he, no, 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 no. I no. mean, because you have such an air of brutality yeah. around you. Chris. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, you know, I walk with purpose. That's as brutal as I get. Um, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, seeing Kareem over the past year, you know, I'd see him every like once every couple of weeks. And every time I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are they giving you at this? <laughs> like, what is this personal trainer giving you? And, it, you know, he's just he's just doing very well. So I think um, it inspired him to then become a personal trainer. And wow. in his part, his spare time, the guy's an animator, like he works in animation. So. Uh, where he finds the time, I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, I was inspired by him, and I said, "Listen, like you are, you are training to do this. I will be a student. I will, You're I will give Guinea you a pig. Yeah, I will give you money, and you can teach me. You know. Yeah. And uh, so today was the first day, literally three hours ago, four hours. Right ago. on. Did you uh, did you like work yourself into a frenzy? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, he was a little bit merciful 
today. Uh, I think <laughs> it's going to be. I mean, this is, and, and if this is him being merciful, I like I say, I'm you're in for, for it. Yeah, I'm in for it. But I'm also looking forward to it um, because the burn appeared almost instantly. You know, <laughs> it's like almost like lacing up my shoes. I was yeah. on fire. And, oh, tomorrow um, will be much worse. Yeah. It usually takes a day or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I got something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it'll probably be a few weeks of, you know, still easing in and out of bed. You know, well, maybe it, we'll discover that like watermelon juice and ancho chili powder and tequila combine to counteract the effects of lactic acid buildup in your muscles. That's the recovery drink. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think what I'm going to do is fill a squeeze bottle, sports bottle, and yeah. uh, take it to my training sessions. Mm-hmm. So it's ready. Yeah, no. a little sports bottle where you dip the the mouthpiece in salt, <laughs> yeah. salt and chili. <laughs> sure. You know what? You know what you should do What's that? is you should make a bunch of ice cubes out of watermelon juice what? and put them in your water bottle, Dang. so they kind of melt while you work out, and then it's still cold when you're ready to drink it after. You know what, Kenzie? We have never talked about this kind of thing on the show before. Like, uh, you know, uh, ice cubes, like flavored ice cubes, and. Mm-hmm. We always have a little bit of magic in our shows, and today mm. we're going to talk about another uh, flavored or another kind of alcohol to freeze. Uh, yeah. Well, so stay tuned till the next segment. So you've really you've really touched yeah. on something there, Kenzie. Don't touch uh, that <laughs> dial. No. Um, <laughs> do people um, have dials in their podcasting apparatus? Absolutely. You know but about I, podcasts. You're a professional <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> they have a lot of dials. Yeah. But I think you're right that freezing the watermelon juice is a fantastic idea. Absolutely. Well, just trying to provide a yeah. service. I mean, you're, you're, you're a professional well. podcaster right now, obviously, but mm-hmm. maybe in the future not because you're worried you're going to get shit canned? Probably not. I think, I mean, oh, yeah, well, I'm definitely going to get shit canned. Um, <laughs> also, I think I stopped being a professional podcaster after I walk out this door. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Wait a second. You get paid to podcast for food 52 right i do do they I not do. pay you is this like a volunteer basis or? <laughs> i can't talk about that <laughs> oh my god secrets secrets turn them in for some labor violations <laughs> um well t- yeah tell us about tell us about what has you worried that uh that that you're gonna get fired sure okay so so food 52 does pay me to podcast but they also pay me to be like a knowledgeable food editor right that's sort of what i was hired to do (laughs) um and so last week i posted an article about all the things that i have never cooked right like very mundane things that i probably should have cooked right um you know and uh i was a little nervous that they're gonna be like what did we do yeah you have some like uh some really massive blind spots here mm-hmm. i mean there was nothing on there i saw the list it was nothing like you know peanut butter and jelly or anything <laughs> oh, it was yeah. like, it was things like cassoulet which is a real which real is, mountain to climb it's a total mountain have you ever tried uh i personally have not but my mother has and um yeah, it took. It was like a big. It was a project. Uh, like a, like she was talking about it for like a month before she actually yeah. did it. What um, would uh, what would the drink equivalent of cassoulet be? You know, I think that like there's one type of. Uh, there's a there's a ca- a class of drinks that we, uh, often want to do on the show and can't because they, uh, we we typically exchange life events too, late to exchange drinks early enough to make it possible mm-hmm. and that is drinks where you are fat washing or infusing something mm-hmm. into the uh base spirit yeah and um 
there's like there's like six drinks that have been have been like on deck and then rejected because we were like shit we just missed the window you know and we the don't have time to fat tomorrow. wash yeah there's no there's no <laughs> way we're gonna uh you know get a piece of uh venison fat and <laughs> submerge it in this bourbon in time um but those ones are untouchable really but yeah. i mean yeah what about uh isn't the, is it the Ramos Gin Fizz, the original one, where it's like a twenty-minute shake or whatever? A twenty-minute shake, yeah. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. yeah. We uh-huh. we, uh, we cut the corner on that one by making it in a uh, a whipped cream whipper. Oh, um, smart. Which is pretty great. Yeah, not our idea, but uh. there's <laughs> yeah, also there's also that crazy. I think it's in Dale DeGroff's essential cocktail. It's the it's like in this little cordial glass, and it's layered with like twenty different kinds of booze. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Uh, I I have uh, I've seen that picture, but. Uh, you basically have to float all of those. I have that book. Yeah. What is that called? It takes uh, like it takes like a, a huge amount of dexterity. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow. It's probably also not very good. It's probably horrible. <laughs> yeah. I think we should uh, test it. Yeah. It costs like seventy nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Still cheaper than a square watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon sure. cocktail. Yeah. yeah. You're, it's a real bargain if you're comparing <laughs> it to if you're trying to pick between the two. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah well i mean it's uh i i think that um anybody that's got any kind of profession like this will have those blind spots i mean there's there's times when i'm in a i'm hanging with other filmmakers and they talk about some technique or some you know or yeah. just a like movie or series or genre or something that i've just got zero yeah awareness about and uh i don't think that i I mean i i guess it makes me less of a filmmaker that you know i haven't filled out that area of my knowledge but i also think that like it's okay to i mean this is a big world like i don't you know so just like you're telling me it's okay right now to have blind spots i feel very comforted i feel kind of like i should lay down on this couch um the opposite yeah. the Tell opposite of, yeah exactly <laughs> the opposite of getting fired happens it basically turns into like a big group therapy oh, session yeah, yeah everyone's like me too like i haven't done this it's okay like you're smart you're beautiful yeah. Yeah. Like, you're we watched uh you've committed an act of bravery yes my uh my wife and I uh, watched a Kevin Klein movie from the 90s the other night <laughs> called In and Out, in which uh, he is like a beloved high school English and drama teacher, and a former student is accepting an Oscar, and in his nationally televised Oscar speech, thanks the Kevin Klein character and outs him as gay which is a big problem for him because he's about to get married to a woman and uh, does not think he is gay. And so the, the whole movie is about him like trying to deny to his small conservative town that, that there's any veracity in this allegation, uh, which winds up being true, spoiler alert. And, uh, and, uh, and um, there's a really sweet scene where his, the character's mom is sitting around the like the like disaster area that is the wedding that he like destroyed by announcing uh, at, you know on the altar that he was in fact gay and uh, it's like it's like her and all her old friends admitting like deeply embarrassing things to each other like you know my my uh husband and his brother had sex with me at the same time <laughs> my husband has three testicles and you know <laughs> it's like the floodgates open yeah and then yeah, people yeah. Are these like, like you know octogenarian women are, are admitting <laughs> these like 
like shocking secrets <laughs> to each other. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a really like sweet scene because I feel like so much of, uh, you know, all, they put on airs, like they're these mm-hmm. perfect, these perfect people. And then, uh, when they can admit when, 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 the when their hair is down, they admit these things and mm-hmm. it's fun because they all have a skeleton or two. Thank you for making me feel human about never having made Castellet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, if, if you guys could uh, explain to me what cassoulet is, I'd be a step closer to making it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But I mean, oh, if you... Man, if you Chris, if, you got to come I, to San Francisco with me. We'll go to Le Centrale and have their, like, 50-year-old cassoulet. I mean, Tell me we'll, when. We'll explain it, but it takes three days to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were to, like, That's, you know, nothing compared to what it takes to make. <laughs> I mean, if you were to compile all of the things that I have not cooked... You'd have every cookbook on earth minus like maybe <laughs> 10 things, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, making, I'm also making yourself a, food a lot editor. of craft dinners. That, no, no, no. But you know what I did do recently? I bought a test kitchen uh, magazine, and uh, there's it's like chock full of, of interesting and somewhat easy to make uh, recipes. So, I am. There you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I figure it's high time I, I do some, uh, some, uh, some work in the kitchen. Yeah, well, um, you know, if, if, if you're into things that are kind of in that in that vein, the uh, Genius Recipes Cookbook from Food Fifty Two is uh, pretty similar. It's um, I didn't even pay you. Uh, you didn't pay me. I just I've been I've been thumbing through this book lately, and, and, and it's great. Um, it's like you know, it's kind of like easy easy things to make that uh, that uh, have like a little ingenious maneuver in them that make them especially easy and like it kind of explains to you why it works perfect which i feel like is is what i need in a recipe me too it's sort of like the smartest version of everything so if you like the smartest version of an old-fashioned maybe it maybe it has tequila in it i don't know Kristen mcglory would need to tell us she's the author um the book is too far away for me to go pick up right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah um I, I think that if you if you understand like the reasoning behind it, you can then apply it to future non-recipe based cooking, which sure. I feel like mm-hmm. is uh, well, most the of the kind unlocking. of cooking I do. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's exactly it. I mean it's understanding. That's the problem I have. I think is you know uh, I've I've sort of witnessed people just pulling things from the fridge and uh, you know and, and whatever and just making something out of like nothing and yeah. you know just because the ingredients are in front of them and i have no concept or or, or a little concept of how that works you know right um yeah. which is why i'm a bartender and not a mixologist I, <laughs> I don't i don't really understand you know which is uh it's a challenge which is which is good you know it's it's that's what this this podcast helped me learn so um well so kenzie have have amanda and meryl and the whole gang over there admitted their their culinary blind spots to you no, has that has that happened yet they haven't joined in yet um i'm kind of disappointed about Pins that needles. i know i might get the pink slip you just make still. that the subject of the next burnt toast podcast and really put them on the spot yeah you know that's actually a really good idea i wonder what i wonder what you know the all of the culinary greats still haven't touched yeah I'm sure there are a lot of things. We all have recipe skeletons in our closet, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, I, I I have like tiptoed up to all of the Asian cuisine, but I have never really like then, you know. It's like oh, there's some soy sauce in this one, yes. you know. Like that's basically <laughs> like an Asian meal at my house. <laughs> yes. 
Did you put sriracha on the table? Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. there's some symbols on there that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how's the Oaxaca old fashioned? Um, it is done. Um, yeah, it's, it looks it's very done. good. It's oh, very nice good. Work. So yeah, I had never, I had never made one, but I had also, I don't think unless I had one and I don't remember I had one. Yeah, I've never, very possible I've never had old one. Wait, Kenzie, did you just make this one? Yeah. You did yeah. make it. Yeah. And oh. I, uh, and I flamed the citrus. Is, hey. that, is that how you say that? I, I so, flamed yeah. it. I think um, that's the first time a guest has ever made their own drink on this podcast. Oh my gosh. It so many be. firsts. Yeah. I mean, I feel honored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you should, Kenzie. <laughs> I may I may be forgetting people that have made them in the past. I mean, like, occasionally we have people that are... Let's just go with the illusion band. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. Not okay. 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 Yeah, you're first. You get a, you get a gold ribbon. Um, Thank you for letting me make my own drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, Donata, yeah, I mean, you, you did a great job. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I regret that we did not exchange sips earlier before oh, we bummer. both finished, because... Uh, uh, I made myself a bad Oaxaca old fashioned the other day by just, you know, flying by the seat of my pants and, uh, and I was you like, just, damn, like, I just wasted so much mezcal. You just throw a bunch <laughs> of ingredients into the glass and yell Oaxaca into it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, pretty much. But so isn't this the drink that sort of like made Phil Ward kind of, uh, yeah, that's a, drink famous? he's like, um, is he a. Death and Co. guy? Or He's a, a Death yeah. and Co. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I felt especially like I didn't really know what I was doing because I have never had one of these. Right. And I, I think he's the final, or the, yeah, the final ward guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, that's him. Which that, That's sounds, a drink we did on the show. Yeah. And then everybody was like, it sounds weird. Oh, it's so that. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It How is I a great drink. It. Yeah. I thought it was the final word for yeah. a really long time because it's a spin off the last word, right? Right, um, right. And so I ordered it that way a bunch of times. Um, but luckily, like when the bar is really crowded and it's, it's loud, sort of loud can't, you can't yeah. tell. I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking yeah. about. It's got yeah. some built-in security. It's yeah. good. It's a good drink. Um, yeah, well, um, you know, speaking of those drinks, my my uh, beverage, the Play Mercy, was a one-to-one-to-one-to-one uh, cocktail. If, you're, mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't count the club soda, which I'll uh, forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> A nice, uh, a nice, easy drink with the same measure of everything in it, um, which I find is a, a nice thing for uh, expanding for parties because you don't have to be like, uh, so what is th- three ounces times seven and then three mm-hmm. quarter ounces times seven? Oh, shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> like you're too busy. You want to have a good time. I'm too busy to do math. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Anything times itself is like party math. Right. That's right. Yeah. Party math. Exactly. Party math. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that we can we can all recommend our drinks at the end of today's show, can't we? Yeah. You know what? No, it's, I, I th- has it not been a, a while dud since, in the bunch? Yeah. Has it been a while since we've had a dud though? I think it has. Yeah, we've been we've, we've been, been on a bit of a run. Yeah. Well, I, don't I think know, wasn't Michael Hoffman's like bog water. <laughs> it looked like bog water. It looked I think bad, it tasted but it tasted good. It tasted good. good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, we've I had some. It. We've had some. I kind of, I kind of hope that one of us gets a, uh, one of gets, us loses gets something some, bad. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you know what. The, there's the thing that um, something I've been avoiding is, and maybe where we get the bad drinks from is you, <laughs> we go to like sort of unchecked sites, right? You know, a website or something that that's just like, oh, I made this drink in my bathtub, you know, and right. uh, <laughs> those are the ones you take a real chance with and yeah. uh, usually lose. Yeah, or some of those like crazy retro cocktails with yeah. a bunch of like creme de something yes right. all the all the Usually cremes banana. yes right yeah come to mint come to violet 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've uh, more than what? once almost done a creme de menthe drink and I just cannot bring myself to buy a bottle of that no. stuff, you know? No. Okay, there is one good one. Yeah, it was a grasshopper. Mm-hmm, but yeah. Jeffrey Morgenthaler makes one that's basically a milkshake. Wow, so it's now like I'm van- listening. It's, yeah, it's vanilla ice cream, creme de menthe, salt. He puts salt in it. Hello. Um, <laughs> it's damn good. Next time we have Dave Hill on, we'll have to uh, give, uh, that one a, give that one a whiz. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, I wonder if you could make like a, an equal parts... Uh, creme de drink <laughs> creme de drink yeah you know like creme de alcohol yeah creme de garbage <laughs> yeah did you, did you guys ever uh in in uh in your youth hit the uh hit the soda fountain and just get yeah. like a squirt Swamp of water. each thing yeah oh, yeah it's uh, like a jersey turnpike of the soda machine yeah. or something. We called it the graveyard, I okay. think, where we, I grew up. Uh, I've heard people call it the hurricane, which is we we called it actual swamp cocktail. Water. So, oh, you called it swamp water. Swamp that's pretty water. good. Yeah. yeah. It's like virgin jungle juice. Yeah. I feel like that's like, yeah, it's like one of those, um, it's one of those things that still has kind of regionality to it, despite this crazy internet age that we live in. What yeah. do kids call it when they mix all of the sodas together? <laughs> oh, there we go. Let's let's get that going. Let's see. Yeah. Fun, uh, we use the hashtag all the sodas and, uh, and <laughs> yeah. tweet at us, you know? I want to I know what you called it growing up. Yeah, no, you know, we had like a little bit of success with our high school cocktails. Uh, I'd say we had a, an unabashed, <laughs> an unqualified success with hashtag high school cocktails. Yeah, I wonder if there's any new listeners that haven't gone back that far, but if there's something you have uh, back in your high school days, you, you know, I think my example was um, a little t- sample bottle of scotch with melted uh Orange popsicle. Was the, uh... <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. There was yeah. somebody that had like gin and blue Gatorade, I think. Yeah, um, there was like there's a bunch of uh, really gnarly. Obviously, you know they can all be really bad, but yeah, yeah. you've got some particularly bad ones. So, I like, will say know. that the one place that hashtag high school cocktails failed is that some people <laughs> said hashtag high school cocktail and some people said hashtag high school cocktails. Okay, and uh, that was you know so really you, you want us. everybody to be real really on the same page when you're trying to get a, a tag trending yeah from what i understand from my friends the, in the social the media brand. community yeah it diluted the yeah. brand you know it uh, really yeah. uh diluted really the alcohol a, really put a pin <laughs> yeah. in our uh world domination uh mm-hmm. plan there yeah i mean to think how many listeners we would have if we had just gotten that one thing figured out yeah <laughs> um well, anyways, we should probably move on to our listener request. I'll put like a echo effect on the end of that. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, um, we always like to take a uh, listener request and people go to letsdrinkaboutit.com and find the little voicemail tab on the right side of the screen. Send them in. Uh, today is no different. Hey guys, it's Bethany. I'm calling in because the other day I accidentally threw my phone into the washing machine with all of my clothes. <laughs> and so I need a drink that I can have while browsing the website looking for a new phone. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Bethany, home Bethany run. Bethany has called in like a whole bunch of times. I, I love that. Everybody call in. Um, 
I also like the way she said she threw her phone in with all her clothes. Yeah, though like the it last wasn't thing like she in did. her pocket. Like yeah, she's the just last like, thing she did was uh, just toss shirts, her phone. Shirts, some pants, a couple of socks, a phone, put that in, some detergent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's a pro move there, Bethany. That's really... Uh, I can I can honestly say I've never done that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've thrown my wallet in the wash. Wow. I've, uh, I've sent headphones through a lot recently. Recently? Uh, like yeah. over the over the ear ones, right? Like over the like not the, buds, just the, the cheapo uh, Apple ones, the, okay. the earbuds. Yeah, and uh, they work fine. They'll go through the washer and dryer now and come out. Clean. And they just work free. <laughs> yeah, good job, Apple. Real clean sound. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's high fidelity. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Bethany, you, you're going to be drinking uh, Sorel Submerge or Sorel Submerge. Um, it's a pretty straightforward drink. Um, I've never had this, and I don't know many people that have. But here we are. It's. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you can get sorrel outside of uh, outside of the United States yet. It's a it's a it's a Brooklyn fairly, thing, right? Fairly new. I think it's like a hibiscus liqueur. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I think it's. It was started in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I do we know where Bethany is? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, so. I mean, if this doesn't work, Bethany, let us know, and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll give you a follow up drink. Yeah. But uh, if it does, I mean, well, you don't know yet. Here, let's see if it does. Uh, two cubes of sorrel. So you're gonna freeze these into uh, cubes, and then you're gonna have two ounces of gin uh, and an ounce of elderflower liqueur. Um, Saint Germain, of course. Probably uh, Saint Germain. Yeah. So as I say, freeze the ice cube or freeze the sorrel into cubes and uh, place cubes into this uh, into a glass, highball glass. Add gin and elderberry liqueur and uh, the ice cubes. Uh, they're not going to float, so they're going to sink to the bottom. What? Uh, the submerged part of the drink that defies physics. Yeah, and then they're going to dissolve slowly. So you're going to have this nice little uh, nice little effect as it uh, dissolves. Yeah. Um, cool. So enjoy that and take photos. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe time release photos, you know, time lapse photos. You know, uh, yeah. as it dissolves. Not just one photo, but maybe like ten. You know, yeah, that'd be great. Well, I hope yeah, that'd be only... great, Bethany. Thanks for taking ten <laughs> pictures for us. <laughs> I, hope, I hope her only camera was not on that phone. <laughs> oh shit! Good point. Yeah. Ooh. While well, she's browsing, so. Well, you know what? You know what? Let's just take it back. Just draw us a picture. Of it. <laughs> there you go. And yeah. then, you know, make a flip book. That's what. Oh, we want. yeah, make a flip book. Yeah, <laughs> make a GIF, an animated GIF. Yeah, a, a modern flip book. Yeah, that's yeah. That really is the modern flip book. Mm-hmm. That's how you get social media engagement: animated GIFs. <laughs> yeah. If you call them GIFs, people will will come and find you and beat you up, though. <laughs> All righty. Well, we should probably uh, wind this bad boy up, huh? But yeah, I guess I mean, we're, I'm sad to do it. I'm always sad to do it. I know. I love making this show. Wait a second. Okay, let's just keep rambling on. Let's just keep... <laughs> how much time you got, Kenzie? We're not ready. We're not ready. No, we're uh, not ready. Kenzie, how do people find the Burnt Toast podcast? Hmm. They can... What is it, in iTunes or something? Yeah, they can They can go to uh, this little place called iTunes. Uh-huh. Ever small, heard of it? You know, a small Kickstarter website. Um, is, or uh, you can find it on our site. Yeah, and uh, I imagine there's, it's somewhere on Slate as well, right? Yeah, they actually, they do them all on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, oh, that's cool. So we're in a bunch of, we're also on Stitcher, you know, your, yeah. your favorite podcast listening app. Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, uh, you got tune in radio. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah. I want to let everyone know how easy it is to uh, subscribe. Uh, I just did so. Nice. Good yep. job, Chris. Yep. Uh, yeah, you should subscribe, and you should subscribe to this one if you aren't already, and you should leave us all reviews, but only nice ones. Yeah, if you feel yeah. like you have something shitty to say, say it to us, because like you know, like we can help you. We can help <laughs> make the show better if if you feel like there's something we're failing, and uh, you can send that as an email or, or a tweet or whatever. But if you leave it on iTunes, it's just a turd that's sitting there for the rest of eternity. You know, it's like it's like. You go into a restaurant once and have a bad experience and yelp about it, and that restaurant has to fucking deal with that scarlet letter for the rest of their existence because it went bad one time? Give me a break. <laughs> Things to think about. I yeah. mean, tur turds are bad, but iTunes turds, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even allow emojis in your reviews, so don't try and use that little poop guy. Yeah, I would boycott that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I've heard you talk about these coasters before. Yeah, I think oh, we sell these, right? Yeah, I think that's these where they, they came from. These brass coasters with the leather bottoms, and it's all like I, you were like uh, suctioned to the bottom of the glass, and, yeah. and I, I was like, that's bullshit. Like, totally <laughs> it doesn't do that. Does. It does it that. Does. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. I think we need to add that to the product copy. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> uh, to the bottom of the glass. Yeah, it's, is it's, that a bonus a feature, or not a bug? Decide. Is does the Food Fifty Two uh, store send to Canada? They ship to Canada. Not yet, not yet, sadly. But if Get you know a guy program, just, guys. if you know a guy just over the border, we can make something happen. Hey, I'm Canada. a guy just over the border. <laughs> Canada, Canada has a has a, a huge and growing middle class, like a bigger percentage of their population per capita. You know who you should is email? Class than ours. You know so. who you should email about this issue? Michael, Michael Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh my God! Give me an excuse to email Michael Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, I'm gonna Kenzie, send, send him an email right now. Do you, yeah. do you have your own Twitter account that people can follow? I do. It is my name at Kenzie Wilbur. Okay, uh, and uh, we'll link to that from the show notes. Um, it's not very exciting feed. <laughs> Well, Spoiler. you just sold the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, excellent uh, sales job. I can't cook. I shouldn't be a food editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to work on your personal marketing skills. Um, uh, you can follow Chris on, speaking of people with personal marketing skills to, to, be, to be earned, you can follow each of us on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Chris is at Crispy Chicken. And Ben is at Benjamin R-A-H-R. And our show is at Drink About It. You can also go to the website, www.letsdrinkaboutthatit. And you can go to our iTunes page and leave a review. And also, you know, cruise past Burnt Toasted and click subscribe on that. Yeah. And leave them a nice review, you know. You know it's and good. You heard, how, you heard how good Kenzie is, you know. She's, yeah. she's, she's the soul of the show. Solidly mediocre. A plus. A plus. <laughs> it's a good show. Um, and a lot of really uh, interesting and cool people... Uh, you know, cruise through there and, and uh, give their two cents. So you guys always have really interesting guests. Um, we try. You guys should come on. Oh, we we would. Kidding. Nothing would make us happier. I'm, Be awesome. I'm, uh, All right, we'll set it up. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, let's see what else. We should thank um, Paul Watling and Graham Walsh. Yep. Thank you, fellas. Uh, and the French layer drink that we were trying to think of earlier is called the Pousse Café. Nice. <laughs> so look out for that. It's terrible. Oh, but pretty. Uh, and do do you guys want to know how to make it? Can I tell you quickly? Yes, please. Okay. Three teaspoons of grenadine, three teaspoons of maraschino liqueur, three yeah. teaspoons of creme de menthe, three teaspoons of creme de violette, three teaspoons of yellow chartreuse, three teaspoons of brandy. Holy oh, yikes. Oh, my God. Um, yikes. 
That is a lot. It's almost creme de drink. <laughs> it um, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted uh, one other thing. Um, on uh, Reddit last week, a uh, user, uh, Oz, Ozmeister, double zero, excuse me. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Hell of a uh, Ozmeister double zero took inspiration from the uh, flaming drink that we made uh, for uh, Chris Hastings. Uh, and made a drink called the Guzzoline, which I think is is inspired equally by our show and by Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, uh, and it's like the craziest thing in the world. He like found some like silver food grade silver spray paint and sprayed out the inside of a glass to make it look like a tailpipe. And then, oh my god! And then yeah, like put insane. the flame thing on the top to make it look like a flaming tailpipe, like That's in amazing. Mad Max. So uh, I'll uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. Um, It looks like a pretty fun uh, drink to make. I'd say say like maybe you know six times a year the internet's a really great place. That was one. That was one of those times. That was a real hoot. (laughs) Uh, So thanks, Osmeister. And um, I think uh, all we have left to do is say thanks, Kenzie, for coming on the show. Thanks for having uh, me. We've been eager to do this for a long time. Absolute pleasure. It was a lot of fun, and thank you for uh, letting me make my very first Oaxaca old fashioned. Oh. Uh, you know, really saved me a lot of work. So. Cross that off the list. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's you're one step closer to keeping your job. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, listen up, Food Fifty Two bosses. Yeah, <laughs> she's making big strides. Yeah, big strides. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, cassoulet next. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, with that, we'll be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Do not choke on your rum and coke. <laughs> Robo Chris. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. That was excellent. Three, two, one. Pretty good. Wow. And hopefully the dog keeps himself occupied. That was really impressive to watch. What did, what did I just What did I just witness? Oh uh, well, so he's got the clap on his end. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, and he's, at, you know, in Canada they have good access to healthcare, so it's not like a big issue. He can be prescribed. Uh, you could have just lost right over that thing, I, but no. And I also have the clap, so you just line the clap up, and uh, that's now legal. It's a good icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>